0: you for coming to tune in with me sabrina on galaxy vibes i really appreciate all the love and support you guys have been showing me and sending me and i hope you feel the love that i've been sending back (laughs) so um first i want to say happy Veterans day to all the veterans out there happy 11 11 to all my spiritual family this is a great day for manifestation all your hard work that you've been doing is coming to pass if you're looking for love stability any type of thing like that just know that it's on the way (laughs) okay and On this channel or on this podcast, we've been going over toxic relationships and this is part three. In part two, we talked about the Debbie Downers. In this part, we're going to talk about the controllers, the controlling people. And sometimes these controlling people, they... Want to control you so bad because they don't have any control. So, in order for them to have that control in their life or over someone else or even over themselves, they have to do these things. But they don't realize that it does not work. Sometimes they might be in a controlling relationship for a long time, but eventually it will be broken so maybe you're the controller maybe you don't know that you're the controller so we're going to go over some signs to let you know if you're dealing with the controlling person or if you're the controller yourself okay so let's get right into it guys okay so before we get into the signs let's look at what a controlling person is This is a person who is constantly trying to control your every move. These people want to have you on a tight leash. They want to tell you what to do and when to do it. And these people hinder your growth. And not only your growth, but they hinder their growth as well. Okay? So, let's look at some of the signs. And this one is going to be kind of lengthy because it goes very deep. So, number one, the controlling person is always blaming you. They blame you for minor things you have nothing to do with. If If something goes wrong, they take on the role of victim and make you believe you are responsible. So, basically what it's saying is... The controlling person does not like to take accountability for their own actions. They want to blame you for every single thing that you do. If something goes wrong in their life, it's your fault. If something goes wrong at work, it's your fault. You know, and like I said before, these relationships do not have to just be romantic relationships. This can be someone in your family. This can be someone you work with or what have you. So, they want you to believe that they're responsible and that they're the victim. Mm-mm. <laughs> it's crazy, but it happens. Um, they also criticize you all the time. Controllers like to attempt to undermine your confidence by making jabs at you or taking jabs at you in public or in private. They exaggerate your flaws, never acknowledging when you do something right. They become irrationally angry if you don't answer your phone right away. Or they make mean jokes about you in front of other people, criticizing the way you dress, speak, or look. I know a lot of us know someone that's like this. And it's not a good feeling to constantly be criticized about something that you can't help. Everyone has flaws, but you don't deserve to be criticized about the things that you or you might even consider it a flaw, but they might consider it a flaw. And most of the times it's because they are jealous of that aspect of you. You can be a great writer And they are jealous because they are not a great writer. So they'll criticize your writing, like, oh, really? Nobody will want to hear that. Or do it like this. This will be better if you do it like that. But don't listen to it. Do what you want to do, be who you want to be. And they also don't want you to see the people you love, they demand your attention constantly and gradually isolate you from your friends and family as a method of control. They try to keep you to themselves by complaining about how often you hang out with your friends or family. They may glare at you when you're on the phone with your family or friends, or they get an attitude when you go spend time with them. The reason behind this is because they don't want anybody to get you to think for yourself. They wanna have that control over you so they'll feel better about themselves. And that's very toxic. They also keep score. They always expect something in return and it makes them feel guilty if you don't, they wanna make you feel guilty if you don't do what they want. They keep tabs on every little favor. They'll bring it up when they did something for you over and over again. So an example of that is, say, um, you have a you have a partner, and they take it upon themselves to do something special for you, or they say they pay your phone bill for you. They will constantly bring it up. Well, I paid your phone bill. You can't talk on the phone because, you know, if I say you can't talk on the phone because I paid the bill. So it's just like, (laughs) you didn't have to pay the bill for me, but you chose to do it. So why do you keep bringing it up? So you want me to be indebted to you for the rest of my life because you paid my phone bill. It does not work like that. If the controller really wanted to, they didn't, I mean, they didn't have to pay your phone bill. They only do it because they want to have control over you, period. Don't let that happen. They will go out of their way to appear overly generous as a way to keep you indebted to them. So they might, you know, do something really, really nice for you for you just to keep you indebted, just to keep you wrapped up in the cycle of control, so, be careful who you allow to do for you. Be careful because it might not be just to be nice or just to, you know, put a smile on your face or to help you out. It's just to keep you wrapped up. They may also gaslight you, they underplay their experience by lying or accusing you of being overly sensitive. If you're upset about something, they'll deny ever having said it and that it's all in your head. This could make you second-guess yourself even though you know the truth. Oh my goodness. This is something that I definitely have to deal with a lot. And it's so frustrating because you actually do. Sometimes you actually do sit back and say, well, maybe if I didn't... Say this that way, they wouldn't have gotten so angry or this would have happened, no. They know exactly what they're doing, they really do. Especially if you'll say, well, you said I can do this or you said we can do that. And they'll say, no, I didn't, I I never said that. And you can have proof, you can record them, you can write down the date, the time, the place. (laughs) You can have witnesses you it it does not matter they would deny it to the grave if they ever said it just to gaslight you just to make it seem like you're just really sensitive or you're lying or something's wrong with you when really it's nothing wrong with you and you know exactly what you heard or what they said so moving on they love to create drama Say you tell the controlling person something amazing that happened to you at work or just in life, they will immediately change the subject and talk about something that upset them just to regain your attention. They may also sabotage your relationships with other people as a way to have a leg up on you. For example... You might come to them in the form of a text and confidence about someone. They will screenshot the text or forward the message to the person you just just had the problem with just to start drama. So be very careful about that because the first example is um, when you talk to someone and you wanna tell them something amazing or you just wanna talk about your day. They'll sit there and let you talk for about three seconds and then they'll, oh, change the subject. But anyway, so guess what happened to me? It's like, really? <laughs> I'm trying to tell you something about what happened to me and you just want to up and change the subject like that? Are you going to cut me off just to talk about something negative when I'm trying to talk to you about something? Or it doesn't even have to be anything amazing that you have to share you just might want to talk about how you feel or talk about your day and they'll completely cut you off just to put the attention back on them they can't stand it they can't stand not having the control even over the conversation that you have and like I said they like to create drama they will sabotage you or sabotage your relationships with someone else just so you can stay in that controlling relationship with them and they'll want to push people away from you regardless it could be something that like i said it could be a text that you send them or a conversation that you have with them in confidence it might not be something you're ready to talk about with somebody else or it might not be that serious to take it to that other person and they will do that just to start drama so be careful who you conversate with or be careful what you who you have a conversation with, basically. So, they will also intimidate you. They constantly act superior and try to undermine your reputation. They may make threats in the way of jokes. For example, they'll say, if you don't have something cooked when I get home, I'm going to knock your head off. And then they'll laugh at it. I'm just playing, you know, I'm just playing for a guy or whatever. You know, I'm just playing with you. But really, they're not playing. They just want to intimidate you. So you'll do what they tell you to do. So they'll have control over you. Which is very disturbing. Another sign is they are very moody. They show drastic mood changes. One minute they're bullying you, the next minute they're lavishing you with gifts, with praise, and then they go back to being the bully. And you end up feeling like you're walking on eggshells. You never know what's going to to happen. You never know what's going on with them. And they won't take responsibility or apologize when they have upset you. that's just a form of control they want you to feel like you know oh you really care about me and as soon as they get you wrapped up in it boom they're back to picking with you and bullying you and sometimes you don't even know why it's because they want to control your feelings they know they can control your feelings if they see that you'll lower your guard when they're nice to you And then you'll put your guard back up or you'll fall in line when they're bullying you. They know they have complete control over you. Don't show your emotions. Don't do it. Also, they don't take no for an answer. They often won't accept no. And they definitely won't accept healthy boundaries and will try to persuade pressure you into changing your mind. For example, if you tell them you can't meet up with them, they'll show up wherever you are uninvited, and they may even cause a scene. They may even refuse to let you leave an event that you're at or a place that you are, even if you are sick or even if something is wrong and you really need to leave, they refuse to let you leave because they want control of you. They don't want to hear the word no. If you're ready, say you're at a party and it's one o'clock, you're tired, you're ready to go. You don't wanna be there anymore. Instead of them saying, okay, let's go, or let you leave, no, we are gonna stay here. You ain't going nowhere. Or say you wanna re- leave a relationship because you know it's not right for you, no. not going anywhere they'll know it's wrong they'll know that they need to give it up or it's it's, it's a wrap but they just won't let you go They, they won't do it they'll show up wherever you are say you do break up or you decide to leave them they'll show up wherever you are cause a scene or try to intimidate you that's crazy they're reasonably jealous as well they always want your undivided attention become upset when you make plans with other people. For example, they'll speak badly or make negative comments about you and your friends. They'll interrogate you about where you are or who you're going to see. They'll pout every time you plan to go out with someone new or old. It does not even matter. They are jealous of everyone. It could be your mother. They don't care. <laughs> it could be your own mother. and Or your own children. It could even be your children. Controlling people are jealous of children. It does not matter. I'm telling you. I've experienced this. And it's the most sickening thing to see. It's because it's like, how can you be jealous of a child? Especially, it could be your their child. You could be giving your child hugs and attention and they'll get upset about it. Like, why are you giving them so many hugs? You don't give me hugs like that. You don't love me like that. It's like, really? This is a child. <laughs> why are you so jealous of a child? But it doesn't matter, like I said, who it is. They will be jealous. They will also try to change you. They try to mold you to suit their own interests by pressuring you to make changes to your appearance or the way you dress or the way you talk or who you're around. They may also throw out your favorite pair of shoes or jeans or whatever's important to you when you're gone or refuse to leave the house unless you change or look the way you want them to look or dress the way that they want you to dress to suit them their image who they are not letting you be who you are because they just feel like you should you know cater to them you should do what what they want you to do not what you want to do this is it's very hard to deal with and they may also show abusive behavior If you have suffered many of the signs that I've already discussed, think and assess whether these controlling patterns have become abusive. If a person is controlling your freedom, do you feel trapped? Do you feel dominated or even fearful? are even concerned for your safety, and not only your safety, if you have children, do you feel concerned for your your children or your loved ones that are around you or your friends because of this person? Then yeah, it's turned into abusive behavior. These are clear red flags that this behavior has turned into coercive control, which is a form of domestic violence. Feeling free to be you is one of the most important aspects of your identity and self-worth. No romantic relationship, friendship, working relationship, or family member should have you feeling small or unsafe. Please know that no matter what they told you, none of this is your fault and you deserve better than to live life this way. Nobody deserves to be abused, to suffer, to be afraid for their life, to feel dominated by somebody else, because we are all equal. No matter what anybody says, we are equal. No man is more dominant than a woman. No woman is more dominant than a man. We all bleed the same blood. We all come from the same place. So if someone is making you feel this way, you need to get out of the situation because it's not right, and it's not fair, and it's not balanced. You should be in a balanced relationship, whether it's with a partner, with a friend, with a loved one, a coworker. If you're working somewhere where you're being dominated, you're fearful of being fired or um you're concerned about your safety then you need to leave there is nothing good about this situation now let's talk about something um that's going to help you to break free from this situation or this cycle because it can be a cycle um, a lot of And then a lot of control people, people that are controllers, they have suffered some type of traumatic event in their childhood or in their life. And they feel like this is the way they have to be. Sometimes people witness their parents being this way or a family member or someone, a teacher, or it could be anybody that can trigger this in them. So if you are the controller, you need to get some help really do because it's something that's inside of you that you can't control so you want to take it out on someone else and if you're the one being controlled just know that this person that's controlling you is a sick individual they are sick and they need help and you cannot be the one to sit there and try to help them you can't do it so I just want to put some resources out there that can really help you if it's an abusive situation. If you're in a domestic violence situation, there is a hotline that's available 24-7. The number is 1-800-799-7233. This is the domestic violence hotline, like I said. You need to call someone. If you don't feel like... want everyone in your business or you don't want people to know what's going on with you this is an anonymous way to reach out for some help there is also a program called break the cycles and this helps young people ages 12 to 24 and this helps them to learn the signs of unhealthy relationships They provide the tools and resources to navigate some safe options just to help you. So you can look that up online. So if you know someone, say you know someone that's between that age and you know, you really wanna help them, you can go ahead and give them that information. There's also a place called Pathways to Safety International. And they, all, they offer professional counseling and legal advocacy. So if you feel like you really need that counseling, you feel like you can't do it on your own or the people around you can't help you, you can definitely call these people or reach out to them and they will help you get away from the situation that you're in. So let's just talk about some ways to heal or just some ways to get a leg up on the situation. You need to give yourself time to heal. Time heals all wounds. It may not feel like it at the moment, but trust me, you will heal if you put forth the effort that you need to put forth to get out of the situation that you're in. And after you end the relationship, you'll need time to put your relationship back together. So, I'm talking about a relationship with yourself. You need to seek support from trusted friends, family members, or even a counselor. And it's not uncommon to experience symptoms of depression or anxiety. Reaching out for help may be very difficult But you gain relief, validation, and lots and lots of support. You can also start working on rebuilding your self-esteem with counseling or talking to someone else. Or you can do this by positive affirmations. You can speak these affirmations over yourself. Your mind is a powerful thing. It's a powerful tool for you. If you think something and you believe it, therefore you will be. You may need a therapist who specializes in domestic violence issues if you're dealing with domestic violence. Mental abuse is also domestic violence. You don't have to be hit or um, damaged physically in order to experience domestic violence. Expressing your feelings in a journal or through art, such as music, painting, or poetry, can be very therapeutic. And it's important to release these feelings to heal. One thing that helped me with a controlling situation was journaling. All throughout my childhood, I would journal. All throughout my adulthood, I would journal. At some point in time, I let it go, but it really is therapeutic. Writing is a, a great form of release for me. I even did poetry at one time, um, doing hair. That was an artistic form of release for me because it let me be creative and show a side of myself that I couldn't show in real life or to the person that was controlling me. So you also need to resume a regular schedule once you feel ready. After ending a mentally or physically abusive relationship, you may feel like there is no ground to stand on, but by keeping a constant routine, this will help you to feel normal again. If you used to like running, start back. You might not feel like running, but start by walking or just going outside, breathing in that fresh air, remembering what made you feel so free. Freedom is very important when getting out of a controlling, boxed-in type of relationship or mindset. It can help you to remember who you are and what you like to do. It can get you back out there. Refrain from picking up um, addictive habits. This is These addictive habits will cause you to go with, back in within yourself and push those feelings deep down, and it forces you not to deal with the problem or the situation at hand. So avoid overeating or oversleeping or escaping through drugs and alcohol, or addictive behaviors that's not good for you. You need to escape from or refrain from doing these things because like I said, it does not help you. It only prolongs your your growth or prolongs your healing. I know it might be tempting to do, but it's not good. Think about joining a support group or even if it's on social media that also helps, especially if you can find a group of people who have been through the same things that you've been through. You'll see that you're not alone. And you'll also see that it is hope for you. You can't get out of the situation and stay out of situations like that in the future. You'll see that there are people out there that do love you and do support you and will lift you up. I'm so grateful for all the support groups that I've been in, all the people who have shown me love and support because it helped me to step out of the bubble that I was in and realize who I am and what I have to offer to this world. And that's a lot of love. And it let me see that the things that the controlling person or people said to me or did to me it does not define who I am and I don't have to stay stuck in that for the rest of my life I can be free I can do the things that I want to do and not just try to do things to make other people happy because it never made me happy and it really never made them happy either it just satisfied or pacified the moment for pacified them for the moment so This is a look at what a controlling person is or a controlling relationship is. It's very toxic. It's never good. Please don't, if you have children, please don't try to control your children. Please let them be who they are. It's nothing wrong with disciplining them and letting them know, hey, this bad behavior is not good. That bad behavior is not good. But don't try to mold them into what you want them to be. Because it's something that you want. Or can try to control their every move out of your own fears. Because you will create a controlling person. Or you will create someone who is susceptible to being controlled by somebody else. And that's not something you want to see your child go through. Or your friends and family go through. You don't want to see that. So, as always... You guys can feel free to message me if you're having issues with a controlling person or you just need somebody there to support you through the situation. Or maybe you figured out that you're the controller and you don't know how to, to you know fix that or figure out how to move forward in the situation. You can always inbox me or message me or call me. Um, and we can go through some things together. If there's a topic or a subject that you're dealing with or you want me to touch on, please feel free to let me know and we can go through that. So the next subject that I'm going to do, the next topic, part four. Let's see. You know what? I'm going to talk about the perfectionist. So stay tuned in the next episode. But until then, may you fly higher than the galaxy, dripping in love and light. Let's get it. Let's go. Namaste, family. Happy Veterans Day. Happy 11-11. Have a beautiful day.